Well, no couple is immune from confrontation. We saw Jennifer and Ben Affleck have some well, some tense words at the Grammys earlier this month, and even Beyonce and Jay-Z have been spotted having a tiff at dinner in the past, but despite what many believe, a level of argument within a relationship can actually be a good thing. Now, studies suggest those who fight with their partner are also reported being happier in their relationships than those who avoided it altogether. So how do you do it without damaging your relationship? Well, for more, we're joined by author, psychiatrist and relationship therapist, Dr. George Blair West. Doctor, great to chat to you again. So explain this for us. Uh, what's the theory here? How can conflict within a relationship actually be a good thing? Yes, guys, thanks for having me, having me back. So what we found in recent years when we've studied healthy or what we call successful couples is they actually have quite high levels of negative interactions, not terribly different from couples who are, doing, who are not doing so well. The difference is that they balance it out with more positive interactions and they don't fight as badly. That is, they fight with more respect. And so what we're seeing is that it's actually out of the conflict that relationships know how to grow and become stronger over time. In fact, in one study they found that there were about, there was about 300 couples involved. Of the 12 couples that had no conflict at the beginning of the study, when they came back some years later, every single one of the couples who had no conflict had divorced. Wow. What are some of the most common things couples do argue about? Yeah, make us feel better. <laughs> Money, children, and how people spend their time. Oh. So, of course, you can think about the issue where you've got a partner, you've got, you, you, you're dealing with young children and your partner spends a lot of time at work, that's going to be an issue. So, yes, they're, they're the common ones, but as you can imagine, there's a whole range of things. And time, like, uh, do we have to go to your parents' place this weekend? That sort of thing. That, that's where for time, example. for example. For example. What, what, do we, what do we do with our, our limited special time? Mm. That's, a, that's a big issue. And, and one of the things that we know about healthy couples is they invest that time really well and particularly they make time for just the two of them. Hey George, we're fascinated how you study these things. How do these studies work? Yes, uh, we, we've got to thank some American researchers on this. They, they, this is John Gottman's work in particular, where they put people in the love lab and they big brother this apartment and they watch these couples. Wow. They bring them in on a Friday and they watch them over an entire weekend looking at all of their interactions. They have raters there rating what's happening. And so they put in what they call successful couples and unsuccessful couples. And this is where we came to have to rethink the way in which we thought about conflict. Because we all thought it was a bad thing, but now we know that's not the case at all because if you put two intelligent individuals under the same roof living together there's going to be issues and to not talk about them is a bigger problem there's a right way to deal with conflict there's a, a right way to argue so how do you do it without affecting your relationship and I guess that means don't fight dirty Absolutely. One of the worst things that we can do is bring up our partner's vulnerabilities that they've shared with us. That's a really good way to kill the love in a relationship. So that's probably right up the top is you do not attack your partner around their vulnerabilities. It's about respecting them as a person. That's got to sit behind all of these interactions. But perhaps one of the most important things is to choose when you raise an issue. We have a bad habit typically as human beings of raising an issue when it's an issue for us which is rarely the best time to raise it when we want to have a successful outcome with the interaction. Oh, so thinking about yeah. when to raise it with our partner and then gaining permission, saying, look, I'd really like to talk to you about this issue. Is now a good time? If not, when can we talk about it? 
Perhaps the other big one is letting your partner finish. Nothing escalates a conflict more than when people start interrupting each other. And if you want to really knock it out of the park, you want to let your partner finish what they're saying and then say, is there anything more? And once you've done that... <laughs> oh, that's dangerous. <laughs> how good's that, that from George? If you want to really knock it out of the park, let them finish, dramatic pause, and is there anything more? <laughs> that's right. No, you say, is there anything more? That's, there, so that's probably how I say that. <laughs> Are you finally done? <laughs> don't don't that's do that. That's how not to do well, it, see, right? One of the things intrinsically as people, we often interrupt people because we don't like the way their argument's going because it means we may have to rethink ourselves, we may have to do things differently. So by interrupting, we like to try and hijack the conversation. But what we often forget is that our partners, we all intrinsically also know that if we're heard fully, we don't expect everybody to agree with us. And it is, you know, when I get couples to do this in my office, mm. it is really interesting. Once somebody has just been heard, because I often say the goal is not to get an apology, it's not to get an agreement, it is just to be heard. And when you do that, you allow things to de-escalate, and when couples care about each other, they often go away over time and start to accommodate their partner's complaints. We could talk about this for hours, we're right out of time. Thank you so much, George. Well, My you can pick guys. up. Thank you very much, Dr. George uh, Blair West. Uh, pick up a copy of the doctor's book, How to Make the Biggest Decision of Your Life. It is out now.